This is Jared and Daigle with Metal Speak. Uh, we're here with uh, Joe Tiberi and David Holch of Mechana. How are you guys doing? Good, good, good. good. I'm so happy I have the name pronunciation right this time. Right. <laughs> Thanks for having <laughs> us. <laughs> so you guys are uh, putting the finishing touches on uh, your new album, which is due January 1. January 1, yeah. Mm -hmm. we've, been, uh, we've been working all day today, and we're going to keep going for the rest of the week because... Uh, Pretty much, we got till Friday, and that's it. Yep. Can't touch it anymore. Yeah, yeah, we're never done. We 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 joke about how uh, we set deadlines just because we have to like let it go. Yeah, otherwise we'd be doing it for for years. One album would yeah. be years. Yeah, but think, you know, it's good times. I feel like I remember hearing a story about Boston doing that, and I don't know what album it was, but the the critique afterwards was that it was just so stale because they just you know had worked on it for like five or six years or something ridiculous like that and it just was kind of lost the magic <laughs> that sounds about right <laughs> I, I couldn't imagine how how uninterested i would be in a song if i worked on it for that long yeah. you know what i mean you hear it so many times it's not even good to you anymore right but you know so yeah we're just uh we're wrapping up we're really 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 excited about this one this one's gonna um so much it's it's put together so much better than anything we've done before so we're yeah. really excited about it cool is it just uh do you guys are a little more experienced with the orchestral arrangements since the last one or uh i mean it, it's a little bit of everything i mean we're, we're all kind of finding um you know where we're comfortable and then we're taking it to the next level like stepping way outside of our comfort zone as well too and just kind of experimenting with some new stuff and uh it's just kind of bringing it all together that's making it uh, that much more interesting for us, I think. In a lot of the the orchestration that we did, say in like Conqueror and Dramada, we um, I remember last time last time I talked to you guys, I was just I, I remember speaking about how I was getting familiar with how to do the orchestration stuff, and now it's like second nature and really implementing orchestration into uh, heavy metal is now kind of like a it's it's not as it's not as difficult as it used to be for us and uh now we know how to really you know write orchestra correctly now mm -hmm. instead of kind of just trial by error like in the past so um i believe we uh when we started this album we actually wrote we wrote the orchestra front to back completely before we fin we even started on writing yeah. uh lyrics or guitars or drums so we pretty much set ourselves up for a very interesting writing process so we were kind of like uh dictated on what we would write to what we wrote or um in terms of orchestra orchestration so it was uh it's been a hell of a experience with it mm -hmm. wow kind of kind of backed into it comparatively yeah, yeah. I, I think it's I, I mean it's it's really unorthodox to think about like you know, if, if a metal band's putting cla classical music into their sound, you would write all the uh, the building block instrumentation and structure before you add all the coloration into it. But we did it completely backwards, and it seemed to work really well. So, mm -hmm. did you end up changing any of that orchestration stuff, or did it all pretty much stay the same? Of uh, well, we've always we, the it's bigger. Yeah, we we keep <laughs> we keep adding more actually. Wow. Like yeah. as we write, we just say, "Well, what's another six French horns? Might as well." <laughs> so, 
uh, but yeah, it's it's been uh, it's been it's been interesting for sure. Cool. So is this uh, is this another concept album? Is this kind of going to pick up where uh, Conqueror left off? Or are you kind of going off in a whole new direction conceptually? Or well, the the three uh, Conqueror and then Andromeda and then Empyrean. This one, it's kind of like that that whole those whole spans of the three is is one story. So this okay. is kind of the end of the story, end of the trilogy, if you will. Yeah, and uh, we we're kind of wrapping up this story after Empyrean, where we're going to move on to something else. I, I, I like writing stories in in terms of music. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's more interesting than having uh, uh, one story for one song. I like kind of stretching it across 10, 20, 30 songs. And um, so, yeah, this is, this is going to be the end of the story for, for uh, and it's t tied in so well. It's like, I, I wish like Conqueror Andromeda Empyrean was one album that you just listen front to back. We spent a lot of time making sure that it was uh, cohesive together, though still new and interesting. So it was a lot of um, extra work, so to yeah, speak, yeah. Uh, unnecessary work to some people, but uh, I find it just more interesting to do it that way. Right. You ever think at some point in the future you might go back to Conqueror and Andromeda and kind of thicken up the orchestration and then maybe like just re-release them all as one big thing? Well, I don't. Well, I don't. That's. I, I don't know if I want to do that, yeah. but it might. <laughs> it's, I think. Uh, I think. Uh, we we've been in. Uh, we've been talking about uh, releasing a, a trilogy pack, like a like a three CD. Uh, digipack with all the cds kind of like if you you know like the lord of the rings trilogy you just buy it all it's all right there and you can you know uh we were thinking about releasing the like special edition digipack with you know conqueror andromeda plus bonus material and then empyrean all together so everyone's got like everything right there that mm -hmm. they can kind of dive into and enjoy front to back the director's cut mm. yeah there you go it's just <laughs> it, in between tracks it's just be just, crying. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Revisiting Conqueror, that's what I want to do. <laughs> so many significant years of our lives oh, lost. have been wasted. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Is there anything uh, besides the uh, kind of the thickness of the orchestration, is there anything uh, you know differently you guys tried, maybe vocally, or um, anything else with the instrumentation that you, you, I saw you were introducing like maybe eight or nine string guitars. Is that what I was seeing? Yeah, I, I got a nine string guitar uh, that's pretty much tuned to like a five string bass almost, and uh, it, it 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 was weird because when I bought it, I had you know I've been playing seven strings for pretty much my entire guitar or guitarist career. Um, when I bought the nine string, it was it was actually pretty difficult to get used to, but the ability to to experiment with, you know, I, I was, I, I, the misconception I think is when you buy a guitar like that, you end up start, you start playing like, you know, degent style music. And I really didn't want to go that route too much because I, it would be too stereotypical. Um, yeah. but we definitely, we definitely drop it to, you know, low B on guitars, mm -hmm. which is like, you know, and an octave lower, more than an octave lower than standard. And, uh, you know, it, it was, it's, it's been, I love the guitar. I don't think I'll ever go back to anything else. Just the ability. 
in in regards to the guitars, it's it's really really fun. And I I know with the vocals. We yeah, we we've done a a little bit you know uh, different stuff with the vocals. I definitely found uh, I think the limits of my range on this album. <laughs> um, and then we also played around with some more layers with the vocals and things like that. So there's going to be like some more harmonies, and even layers within the aggressive vocals as well too, uh, to kind of beef it up. So every everything that was awesome about Conquer and Andromeda, in our opinion, we just took it to the next level and just kind of beefed everything up. Yeah, we tried to augment it really. And I mean, a lot of the, there's a lot more clean vocals in this album. Yeah, and it just works so well. Um, as much as the metal community is very torn between the two of having aggressives versus cleans. Um, the cleans just ended up really amplifying the, the vibe that we wanted to get from the album, you know? And, uh, so we, we really tried to, Andromeda was really a catalyst. I mean, the, we, that was when we really got the orchestration down pretty good and we did a lot of clean vocals and the song just was really quite perfect in in terms of what we, the the best we could do at the time so we really wanted we really took the andromeda template and did a whole album with uh empyrean yeah nice yeah i really liked andromeda so i'm really looking forward to uh to how this was shaping up how many uh how many total tracks are going to be on the album uh 10 10 yeah 10 for now uh well we were actually having this conversation. Uh, we're going to say ten right now, but yeah. it, it might, uh, depending on uh, depending on what we decide within the next twenty four hours, there might be yeah. uh, there <laughs> might be uh, some more. Uh, there won't be any less than eighty four tracks. 80, you know, eighty four tracks, <laughs> thirty seconds long. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. So ten ten main tracks, and um, you know, it's we really tried to make it a very fluid front to back so it's it's you think about it as a like cognitive whole it's it's really one big song that just has enough dynamics to be different in between the tracks so yeah it's i think uh conqueror was i think only like 36 minutes long and i think we're about this this album's going to be about 45 or 50 minutes yeah so we we, we got some long songs i think the longest song is 11 minutes mm -hmm. long so oh, wow. Yeah. It's got to be a lot of work, especially with, you know, just just the orchestration putting together yeah. an 11-minute song. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I'm so done with orchestra <laughs> for like a week. I'm done. <laughs> so you guys, uh, you guys going to stay on the uh, kind of the DIY path? Or are you going to try to shop this out a little bit to labels? Or what are you thinking? Um, I think, I mean, as of right now, we're really comfortable doing it ourselves. I mean, I, we've only had a few, um, over the course of nine years, we've only had, I think one or two, um, opportunities and they just, they didn't, I mean, one was a long time ago and it was just, it wasn't meant to be. And we've never gotten any offers because I don't know, it's probably the fact that we never play live, and I think that's kind of who you would maybe run into once in a while, maybe. But uh, I, I like the I like to do it ourselves. You know, we got we can sell our own stuff, we can record our own stuff. Yeah. Um, the only thing is, you can distribute your own stuff. I mean, digital is really the way to go nowadays, and um, pretty much the only thing, unless you've got hardware, is the printing and manufacturing of whatever you need. It's the only thing that that ends up being kind of difficult, but you know, yeah, the do-it-yourself is pretty. We like it. Yeah. 
it seems to be the way a lot of I think uh, being signed has kind of lost its allure for a lot of acts. So, well, I mean, it's. The, oh, I'm sorry. No, nah, just you know, with all the available distribution mediums, if it's Reverb Nation or Bandcamp or or whatever, you know, it's uh, they've done a pretty good job of edging the labels out. Yeah, I mean, really, the only thing I would find interesting in terms of label is you know financial backing to do like big tours or something yeah. but that's a that's about it so everything yeah. else we can do ourselves yeah. and then the marketing like, muscle yeah marketing yeah. muscle and promotion of course helps when you have some dollar signs behind you but you know i mean you'd be surprised what one really you know good song with with a youtube video can do so Yeah, YouTube, word of mouth, a lot of the social networking, it's uh, definitely making it easier. So, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just got to maintain the presence. Mm-hmm. Which we suck at, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> takes time to get used to, to get a, 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 the hang of it, I guess, right? <laughs> can, can we go back to the uh, guitar? I'm, I'm just curious, where did you get the, the nine string from? Um, I got. I actually got it uh, used on uh, eBay, but the the manufacturer is uh, Agile, and oh, cool. I, there's only one online shop that that. Well, no, there's a few. I there's a few one-off. You know, uh, well, they're not one-off brands, but they're kind of more underground companies that make nine strings. But uh, Agile is the company that I got the nine string. The ninth string is an agile. Yeah, and, I've, uh, that's cool. I've, I've heard good things about them. That's cool. Um, so then, does <clears throat> do the additional strings? Do they just keep getting um, going lower? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you could you could technically go higher, but I got you know I it's it sucks because you know seven string set is like eight bucks, yeah. and now to change my strings it costs like thirty five because I got to buy bass strings. Right. To be honest, <laughs> so uh, it's it's kind of a kind of a little bit more expensive but it's it's to, it, to it's me it's it, totally, totally worth, worth it. it cool yeah very cool it's so, got to be just gut rumbling it's it's di- being that low it's difficult to get a good sound out of it actually it's it's it it becomes uh it becomes a balancing act of you know how much gain you got and how you play it because at that point it's so low that there's too much gain. You're not even going to hear a note. You're just going to hear just violence going on <laughs> in a bad way. So, you know, it took took some time to get used, get the sound toned in, but it, it really ended up working really, really well. Nice. Does it stay in tune? Oh, good enough? Or? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. it's the best. It stays in tune better than anything I've I had before. Oh, nice. I mean, it just doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't change. It's really weird because I'm so used to just always having to tune. My is it, old seven strings were cheap, so. Yeah, is it a, a fixed bridge then? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know if they made. You know. Oh, they make Floyd. Floyds. They do, but I'm not. I'm not brave enough for that. <laughs> My last Floyd was a nightmare to keep in tune for some reason, so yeah. I kind of stopped doing that. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Sounds like yeah. fun. So. Um, with it being uh, kind of getting towards the end of the year, do you guys, uh, I don't know if you've had enough time with as much work as you're putting into this album. I don't know if you had time to listen to anything that's come out this year, but 
You guys have any uh, albums that are uh, kind of sticking out as your favorites for 2020? Oh, I wonder what Joe's going to say. Oh, we were just talking about this, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I rediscovered, well, I, I just discovered my favorite band of all time and my most favorite album of all time, which I have only had it for like a month. And I never knew about them until uh, not long ago. And it's it's uh, Flesh God Apocalypse's Agony. Oh, yeah. I just nice. can't, I can't. I can't. It's just the best thing I've ever heard in my life. Hands down. <laughs> it's a fantastic <laughs> album. It's 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 good. Have you guys seen them live? No. Not yet. I wish. I just got to say. They're ridiculous. Yeah. If, <laughs> if, the thing oh, that man. blew That's me away cool. most of all, um, it was, um, well, now I can't remember what tour it was, but uh, we got to talk with them beforehand. And, you know, my, my favorite moment on that album is um, the Forsaking, um, yep. you know, the, the slower one. Mm-hmm. and how it kind of just comes out of the, the previous track, and it's just kind of just great transition. And we were talking about that, and, and I asked if they played those two, and they said they only played one of them. And I I I assumed it was the faster one. I assumed that they were going to leave the slower one out of the set, you know, because it just kind of didn't fit as well with everything else. But they actually closed their set, and it was only like three song, three or four songs because, you know, most of their songs are so long. But they right. closed with The Forsaking, and I was so blown away the entire time. So I just have to say, if you guys have a chance to see them, don't pass it up, especially now. because oh, we want to. Yeah. yeah, they're probably playing that, and it's just mind-blowing how good it sounds live. Yeah. That's good to they're hear. They're so they, aggressive. They they're like the live. nicest people on the, on the planet. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There, uh, if you get a chance to check out the one that came out before, uh, Mafia is pretty good. That's where they they kind of started introducing some of the uh, some of uh, Paolo's uh, falsetto vocals. Yeah. Um, but their uh, their debut on Willow Tip Oracles is uh, what I picked up on them probably back in '09 or something like that. It's still you know the orchestration isn't as thick, but it's still there. But that thing That's is good. Like, that is a good album too. Yeah, that thing is retarded. Like it's yeah. just like I remember it's I got like halfway that... through it, I just had to take a break. I'm like, oh, this is too much. Like, <laughs> I can't believe they've been around since only like 2008 or 2009 or something like that. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're a relatively new band, mm-hmm. and they're just they they sound like they've been doing it for like 10, 15 years. Yeah, definitely. So, but yeah, that would be my album of the of forever uh, that I enjoy. <laughs> so. Well, I mean. <laughs> And Jared will feel me on this one, but uh, pretty much anything Devin Townsend puts out, I'm all over. Yep. <laughs> so. <laughs> Did you guys do anything for the Lucky Animals video? No, I. You know what? I was I was moments away from doing it. But, uh, <laughs> I decided not to at the last moment, and then I actually saw the uh, the finished product and and realized how, just how weird Devin Townsend fans really are. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we we talked about it, but we dropped the ball big time. But uh... yeah. I like how that came together, though. He, he really seemed like he squeezed a, a lot of stuff in there. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, you definitely uh, could tell he, uh, he tried to make everyone a part of it. That's great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's a decent album. Epicloud's really good. So yeah, it's, it's, like... it's a little bit different, I know. And I remember him, you know, I read a couple of interviews with him about it, you know, uh, saying it was going to be a little different, but I, I'm – I'm glad that he changes it from album to album. And that's one of the reasons I really like him as an artist. Yeah. Well, what I liked about it was like, cause I, um, the, the show where I interviewed him, uh, where he was, when he was out with paradise lost, I think it was the Friday before the album dropped. So 
uh, when I saw the show and he played a lot of the new stuff and I didn't really recognize it, but I, I think, I think what's great about his stuff is like, it, it doesn't matter if you've heard it before, like watching him play live just in itself. It, you know what I mean? It's just like you instantly like everything he plays. And yeah. The fact that the, the fact that I can go like two days later and having only heard the material once and then know exactly where it was in the playlist or like in the yeah. set list and I can go, oh, okay, yeah, he played this one third. He played this one. He closed with this one. Like, there's not a whole lot of you know people out there that can write music like that that'll stick to the ribs that well. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, it's fan. Yeah, it's it's a really good album. I I got it. And I texted Daigle and I was like, you have to get this. <laughs> you have to. Yeah, it's huge sounding. Mm-hmm. Anything what about you like? Guys? Oh man. As far as albums. Um. <laughs> Of course, I'm drawing a blank now. <laughs> what was that? Oh, uh, the cattle decapitation this year was amazing. That um, one's probably my top for the year, honestly. That's I think we'll probably end up doing the, doing a whole episode on that. But yeah, that's. Uh, Is that the one it, with the really violent video? Yeah. That came out. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Forced gender reassignment. Yeah. 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 What a good video. That was a good yeah. video. <laughs> I yeah, really enjoyed that one. <laughs> I, mean, I was watching. I, was, it on my, I was watching it on my phone. I was in, in the carpool. I was watching it on my phone on the way home, and uh, the guy that was driving was like looking at, at me out of the corner of his eye. Like my face was just like, like ooh, ah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> He's like, what the hell is going on over there? <laughs> no thing. Pull yeah. over. You got to see this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'd say like that one, um, Allegiance Form Shifter. Um, is phenomenal. Um, Alcest, uh, his new one, like that one's probably, you know, just on like on the basis of just like complete, like, you know, repeat listenability. That one's just been like, mm. I don't know if you guys have heard of them. It's, it's like a one man. He's like a kind of a shoegaze black metal. Um, okay. Interesting. But just completely his his shit is just gorgeous. There's no other way to explain it. Um, just if you haven't had a chance, just uh, listen. Uh, go get the new one. Um, I think it's pretty cheap on iTunes. Okay. And it's uh, I can't pronounce the name. It's all French, and I'd sound like an idiot trying to pronounce it anyway. But um, <laughs> and most of the songs are sang in French. But I I don't know how the, I don't know how he does it. It's just he just his compositions are just fantastic. They're decept they're, they're deceptively simple. Um, they're just so lush. I can't even get over it. Like it's just. You listen to that music and everything is right with the world. That's that's, that's like it sounds like you really like it, Jared. (laughs) (laughs) So that's cool. That's awesome. We'll have to check that out for sure. Yeah, I'd say that one. um, The new Anal Nathrak is pretty mind blowing as well. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that one's really good. I unfortunately hide under rocks a lot when I'm recording. I I don't. I don't keep up to date with much, but it's good. Good that stuff's coming out that's that sounds as good as you say. Yeah, it's been a good year, I think. You know, with uh, Periphery's new one, Converge's new one is awesome. Oh, I like the new Danza, the new uh, Contortionist. Both those are really good. Yeah, been a lot of good stuff this year. We'll have to cover a more comprehensive list. So. Cool. cool. Well, um, 
Anything else you needed to add, Daigle? What are you thinking? I think we're good. I'm really excited for the new album, guys. So, thank you. Yeah, Appreciate thank you. It. Don't forget us. Like I said, don't forget us when the digital promos start going out. Oh, absolutely. I got we'll you. We'll play the ever loving shit out of that thing. Hell yeah. <laughs> on the show. We'll do it. I'll send you a secret email with it in there. Just don't tell Woo. anybody or link it anywhere, please. Sure, yeah. No. The Russians will find it soon enough. The Russians will find it and they will steal it from your computer. I swear <laughs> the Russians, the Russians have already taken our site down once looking for an album and they'll do it again. Trust me. Wow. I know. It's weird. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> I think of uh, Burn After Reading. You ever see that movie? <laughs> yeah, right. The Russian. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> she goes to. She tries to sell the guy's like memoirs to the Russians so that she can pay for her plastic surgery. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he took it to the Russians. <laughs> they need that stuff. I don't know why. <laughs> They're good with computers. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Well, guys, well, yeah, keep it uh, definitely keep in touch, and uh, you know, let us know how things are how things are progressing, and uh, best of luck to you with the new with the new album. Appreciate cool. it. Thanks Thank a lot, guys. You. Thank you very much. All right, guys. Take care. Have a good Thank night. You. Have a good one. You too. All right. See ya.